You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 381 of Frankie Boy Radio. Tonight, we're talking about Easter. I'm your host, Josh Urban. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you had a nice Easter, however you choose to observe it. I certainly did. Although I was a little stressed, I was running around in a suit and tie and making sure all the residents got punch and cookies, and I wasn't even the one passing them out. But it went good. Everybody got what they needed, and it was a nice sunny day. And, uh, well, uh, quite a profound day to ponder, too. I was joking with my dad recently and, uh, and another buddy of mine and saying, I've managed to cook up a theory or an interpretation of Easter that offends everybody. You know, I mean, that's pretty good. You know, it used to be just be half of the people. But now, you know, both the atheists and the Christians are like, what are you talking about, man? So I have a psychological way I like to look at it. And I should preface it by saying that I, it's my sincere hope that this does not clash with your way of looking at it. Hopefully you'll find something intriguing with it, but I'm not saying it's the right way. I'm not saying it's the only way, I'm just saying it's a way. And I've been applying some of the ideas of Easter all through the year. And the idea is, well, this comes from Jordan Peterson, and then I've been trying to try it out in the field and see what happens. And the idea is, as he says that, well, it's a multi-part idea, of course, is that um, if you, again, this is from his podcast series, if you so want to cite my sources here, if you if you look at the the plot of the Bible, even though it wasn't written to have a plot, but a an overall thematic scope of it is that the ideal people aim at the ideal state and um, they make a covenant with God and they aim for the ideal state, aim for utopia, and then they almost get it, but then the rulers get a little bit too corrupt and the prophets say, hey, you should do something about that. And the king says, shut up, usually just by chopping his head off. And then God smites everybody ultimate ruin and disaster and then after a long time they try it again with similar results until finally the ideal individual comes along that would be Jesus and salvation is not in the ideal state salvation is in the redeemed individual and that's quite an idea so then what is the redeemed individual so then he goes on to state well if you Live your life as you know, aiming at the highest good that you possibly can. It might not end so well, obviously. And, but in the voluntary acceptance of your suffering, you can transcend it. So that's kind of the, the theme there, which is a really neat idea. And there's a couple of the points of the story that I really find intriguing that is one is jesus wasn't tricked right he as as reading as the story goes he knew he was going to be sold out by a friend that's pretty accurate it doesn't matter if it happened or not right i used to always get hung up in debating did it happen or didn't happen i was talking to my dad and i said well you know it's kind of it reminds me of the way i'm looking at it is if you have a story of you know Peter gave Paul 
three apples and then took one away so Paul had two apples I was always getting stuck well did Peter ever give Paul apples and did Peter and Paul ever exist and it's like well that's kind of beside the point so it doesn't matter what people think in, in this particular thing of course it matters of course that's a valuable point and that matters to certain people and uh, I'm just looking at the 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 idea that there was three apples and there's two apples that is true whether the apples ever existed or not right so so you have this you know you're going to be betrayed you know it's not fair the story wouldn't mean anything if jesus was perfect and everything worked out good because that's not how things work so he knew he was going to be sold out he wasn't wasn't conned he wasn't wasn't well he was set up but he knew he was being set up right then at the then pilot pilot's the middle manager i can relate to pilot right you're like look what's going on why do we have what's the problem we don't want any trouble why are you here you're making my day difficult then you ask the crowd what they want to do you can crowdsource it facebook twitter trending on twitter try to get free Christ trending doesn't work the mob lets Barabbas go now I don't know if that happened or not but it happens every day doesn't it so this is a really interesting thing because we're all faced with this problem of life is hard and we're bound by limitations. I was just talking to a student of mine and we're talking about this. And he said, yeah, you know, he's 16 years old. I said, yeah, and then you're just gonna die. So we're all depressed, right? And, but I said, but what do you do about it? And to me, this story is an interesting, <laughs> this is the best thing you can do about it. It's an archetype of a story. That's what Peterson says. It's you take the best and you drive it as far as you can. The best gives the ultimate sacrifice you can't go any farther than it. God sacrifices his son. The son sacrifices himself. The mother sacrifices her son to the world. You can't go any farther than that. So what if you do something about this, right? What If you use this as a model to move forward. So I've been thinking about this all year. All this COVID stuff. And as an, as an artist, it's been an interesting journey because for decades I've pursued my bliss I've tried to build my days with things that I found interesting to myself and gratifying to myself and you know I achieved some success I achieved some failure and it's pretty empty all, all things considering with as many guitars as I had around and as many hours as I got to spend playing them, you think I would have been more fulfilled. So then COVID happened. I had to adjust things. And this happened right before Easter. And it was a daily thing of sort of picking up your cross and carrying it, right? Obviously, I haven't transcended it. And obviously, I haven't been nailed to it. So this is, this is a, a far, far, far cry of the Easter story. But it's an interesting thing because it seems that as hard and as heartbreaking as it is to voluntarily confront suffering and limitation on a daily basis, 
that seems to be far better than not. So, that's what I've been getting out of this past year of thinking about Easter. It seems the way through it, or what you have to do with it, is to go through it. Now, I haven't been put severely to the test. But it's been a strange time. On this message of picking up your suffering and bearing it, being the best way forward. But I really like that. There seems to be something to that. So, that's what I've been thinking. I also hope you got to eat some chocolate. You got to have some chocolate every once in a while, right? <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>